It's on. Oh, yeah. We are. We are back, baby. And you know what? Ladies and gentlemen of the cover show. It has been long awaited. It has been hyped up. It has been teased. It has been everything on the market. But we have it back. This is a two-person show. And this is Nick Hendricks and JC hitting it back off. JC, why don't you tell the people that you are back? Please. I'm back, baby. Oh, man. <laughs> it's been the longest hype train, too. I, I will say I have been horrible for the last, we're just going to say month and a half. I'm going to be generous, probably longer than that, but, man, it is, it's good to be back. Oh, dude. We, so, for everybody that has known this, that has been sitting on the show, I have been saying... JC's been taking a break, like JC's been going this, like we're we're getting him back, we're getting him back, and I've been I've been just absolutely pushing this out, pushing this out, and I've been waiting for this moment, and dude, I am so excited for this moment. Like I, I genuinely am shaking. Like it is it has been weird without you. Like this show started with you, it started with your brother, and then you guys were lucky enough to invite me back on and then you and I kind of took over a little bit, especially in the second season, dude. I, I'm so <laughs> I'm so happy you're back, man. Like this is fun. I'm happy to be back too. I mean, I'm not gonna for those that are listening and for those that are you know genuinely interested of what what the hell happened to old JC here. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into the detail. I'm not gonna throw any people under the bus for it. But I will say, boy. Sometimes it is a long road back. It is a long road back when things go, uh, we'll say not so good. And uh, yeah, it's uh, especially a couple months ago. You know, this last month has been chaotic in its own right, getting a new job. And it's just been a long four months. But hey, you know, we're here. We're doing a podcast and, you know, things are on the up and up. And I, I said it before we started recording, but. I, you got to give all the props to Nick, man. You've been carrying this podcast for three months, three and a half months. I don't know how long it's been. Like I said, it's, <laughs> it's felt longer than it probably has been, but yeah, I got to tip my cap to you, man. Well, to be honest, dude, it, it, it's been fun. And I like, if I'm going to, if I'm going to go back here and we're going to die, we've dove deep into this podcast for a couple of months, just on an emotional level of like the shows that Audrey talked about Kenny talking about preschool football in the NFL and everything like that. But just, we're going to dive deep here. But the moment that JC talked to me about joining this podcast, cause we've been together since what was it? it it's actually been may. Yeah, pretty much may and June about two years ago that him and I started working together at storm Lake radio. I did an internship to, to finish a couple of credits at college. And then he was just 
more than willing to hit me up. Apparently, I don't know why, <laughs> but he was he was more than willing to hit me up and say, "Hey, me and my brother are starting a podcast. Like, we'd love to have you on for a guest or two. And then apparently, it it just became a fact of I was a co-host at that point. Me, JC, RC, and we hope to have RC on back at this point because. We we have not had RC existed. RC's gone MIA even longer <laughs> yeah. than I have. <laughs> RC's been gone for a hot minute. But the three of us took over the show probably June of I would say 2021 at that point, if not 2020, like when when that full summer if not started. And I was lucky enough to be a part of the podcast, be a part of a couple of interviews we had a few months there going off and dude, I can't thank you enough for the growth that we've had. I mean, shit, it, it's just, it's been fun to record episodes while you've been gone. It's been fun to record episodes with you. I mean, dude, I, I have been living the dream. I, I hunt for a living. I have two podcasts as a host and a co-host. I mean, dude, I'm, I'm living the dream. So one, I can't thank you enough cause you started that. So, well, you know, you upgraded through. You went from guest to co-host to host host. So there you go. <laughs> climbing that, climbing the podcast ladder. Climbing the podcast ladder. But, I mean, yeah, it's it's been a while since you've been on. I mean, if he's been helping me produce the show out because I, I, I don't have on my full arsenal, I do not have the software to put the show out for wherever you guys listen. JC has all that, and I can't give him more credit than enough to be able to put that out there because hopefully everybody that's listening is still here because, I mean, holy crap, we've, we'll have talk about everything on the show. I mean, last couple of episodes, Audrey and I got deep on, <laughs> I'll say it, serial killers and just the show that um, there was Jeffrey Dom- the Jeffrey Dahmer tapes that got released. There was The Watcher. There was all the shows that we have talked about. There was football and NFL, everything that we've been talking about sports-wise. But, I mean, as we talk about it now, college football playoffs are getting ready to be in full swing. Utah and USC are hitting it off. Utah is 34-24 over USC at the moment in the Pac-12 championship. But... Let's talk about JC. I mean, he called a couple of uh, women's college basketball games, I do believe, correct, within the last couple well, of days? There's, there's been a couple of things. I mean, my mom and I took a trip to Iowa City, watched University of Iowa Hawkeye men's basketball against Georgia Tech, and then the Iowa women's game against North Carolina State. That was huge last night. Caitlin I will say. Clark scores 45, and the Hawkeyes still lose. I okay, oh, dude. I'm brutal. surprised. I originally thought that she was she was an upperclassman, and correct me if I'm wrong. She's a sophomore this year, correct? She's she hasn't been playing as long as you think, but oh, yeah, dude. Oh uh, my lord. Yeah, well, I mean, it goes back to you can live with one player racking up those numbers but not against a good team like North Carolina State. I will say, if you would have just shown me the game clip from the first quarter, I would have thought Iowa would have boat raced him. Oh, 100%. North Carolina looked horrible in the first quarter. But um, 
Caitlin Clark, 45 of your 81 points came from one player. Well, I mean, she... That's not a recipe for success. <laughs> it's cool. I got to see Caitlin Clark hit a three from the logo. Which oh, is terrific. dude, every... I mean, dude, that... You got to see it in person. Everybody yeah. on social media has seen it, but I don't think it's as cool as seeing it in person. Kaylin Clark shot this from literally the middle of the nose of the Hawkeye logo. She Steph Curry the shit out of this. <laughs> I mean, she released it. She dropped back, and she goes, got it. Bangs home a three. And, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, and I'll feel for Iowa at this point, like JC was saying, your top player drops 40-plus points in a game against a team that has three people that can account for 60-plus points a game on NC State. You've got three full seniors. You've got a guard, a center, and then you've got a full shooting guard that are 100% capable of amounting points for NC State, which is fully a testament to why their ranking is so high in the NC or for NCAA women, as I am watching at the moment, Utah just scored once again, so they are up by two touchdowns against USC in the Pac-12 championship. But Caitlin... you love to see it. There are two oh, teams yeah. that I cannot enjoy losing enough: USC and Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame, when a, a great, great sidebar because that's what the show does. Notre Dame, when they went to the uh, Final Four or whatever for football, last when they year. played Clemson, last and year. everybody was so hyped on them, and I'm like, it ain't going to happen. They're going to get their ass kicked. They got destroyed. They got embarrassed, and it was terrific. Well, you or Notre Dame, within college football playoff, has the worst they ranking. Win. No. They never look good. And they we'll... never, even Ohio State has had games where they're like, okay, they're like, they're there. Well, I think they lost to Clemson 26-21 one year or something. Notre Dame gets their ass handed to them every, every single, single time year. in the Final Four. It's hilarious. Notre Dame is a and great yet, team. everybody still gets to a point where they're like, oh, yeah, this team's going to do good. They're not. Notre so, Dame is a great team to <laughs> get to a playoff. Will they ever win? They don't play anybody. No. And exactly that. And we'll talk about that way, 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 way later. But, so, where where do I want to rein, <laughs> rein this back in here? So, I'm going to go back to the Iowa women's game. Iowa men we're going to talk about in a second. Go but for it. Defensively, you have to play better than they did. Oh, 100%. Man, you can complain about Iowa, whatever, but when you give up 94 points, you're not going to – in women's basketball, you're not going to win very much. Well, and I'll – I'm going to make the argument here that maybe a lot of viewers would get upset at, but <clears throat> well, – That's spirit. That's a great way to lead into it. <laughs> <laughs> but women's basketball, if you give up 94 points in women's basketball, I mean, granted, they might score 94 points on an offensive end, but – any basketball, if you give up 94 points college-wise, 
NBA, throw that out the window. College basketball, if you give up 94 points, you would be expected to lose. Within a women's game, I truly would expect a team to just get demolished by. Well, I mean, you're kind of right. They lost by 13, but you look at North Carolina State and who they've played, I mean, they got thumped by UConn, 91-69, but they they beat Quinnipiac, Elon, Mount, or, yeah, Elon, Charlotte, Vanderbilt, Mount St. Mary's, West Virginia, and Iowa. Iowa's the only team they've played that's even – and you look at their schedule until they play North Carolina on January 15th. They don't even play a ranked team the rest of the way there. But, you know, granted, once they get to January, you know, North Carolina, Louisville, uh, Notre Dame, Virginia Tech – uh, or North Carolina the second time, Virginia Tech the second time in conference play are coming up. But, yeah, they uh, – a little bit of a, a soft schedule at the beginning, and then the Iowa women get right back to it uh, next week when they host Iowa State. So they got to have a flush-and-forget uh, mentality because the Big Ten oh, has yeah. got Maryland, Ohio State, Michigan – uh, you, Indiana. How can I forget Indiana? As top twenty teams that are that are going to be good on the women's side. So well, and if you actually take a look at it for the college basketball top twenty-five for women, the Gamecocks of South Carolina rule at number one. Stanford two, and this this will go all the way through the top twenty-five, top to bottom. The South Carolina Stanford. UConn, Ohio State, Indiana, North Carolina, Notre Dame, Iowa State, Virginia Tech, Iowa, who just lost. And granted, these are of week four, so these have not been fully updated. But Iowa, LSU is 11, going from 11 down. NC State, Creighton, Arizona, UCLA, Utah, Michigan, Louisville, Oregon, Maryland, Baylor, Texas, Gonzaga, Marquette, Villanova. And the one thing that I would actually find funny here is just where you look at some of these teams, Creighton, I have not, and being an Omaha boy, and I'll I'll comment on this, I haven't seen the Creighton women blessed with a top 25 spot as good as this in a while. And they're 13 in women's. They just lost to Texas yesterday by at least just under 10. And I'll get that score in a minute er, in a couple of minutes here, but they just lost to Texas yesterday in a in a number one battle or a number two over a 10, 10 to eleven battle yesterday. So Creighton men and women doing very very good. Iowa men and women still doing very good. Iowa women ranked tenth in the country. But I mean, shit. It's college basketball is one of those fun things where as soon as Thanksgiving hits, college basketball is in full swing. So, yeah, and then the other part of the doubleheader, uh, my mom and I went to for well, her birthday slash Christmas present because she's a huge Iowa Hawkeye men's basketball fan. Was Iowa? They played Georgia Tech uh, this last Tuesday. We're recording this Friday. So there's your reference point. Uh, They beat uh, Georgia Tech 81-65. Here's the stat line everybody was tweeting about, talking about. Chris Murray, 31 points, 20 rebounds, 
four assists. There was a couple other stats in there, but those were the big, big three stats. 31 points, 20 rebounds. Iowa 6-1. and one. Georgia Tech didn't really look good at any point. And fun fact about this game as well, it was noted by people on Twitter, and being in person, you could definitely tell. If you watched the last uh, Georgia Tech 3, the line going into this game was 15 and a half. Iowa wins 81-65 with our good math deduction skills because we're both smart and this show is all about math and how many many jokes we can make about it. 16 is what Iowa won by. Georgia Tech's final three misses and the crowd cheers a little extra loud. So the Hawkeyes did end up covering. But you look at their schedule too. They really haven't. I mean, Bethune-Cookman, North Carolina A&T, Omaha are three teams that you're going to run out of the building. Seton Hall is a weird one because any given year, Seton Hall beating them is a good year, but Seton Hall lost to Siena. Yeah. And if you're going, who the hell is that? Exactly. Well, I mean, Seton Hall isn't this as of yet. Well, isn't the Seton Hall everybody thinks of? That's a oh, no. tournament team. Well, and Seton Hall is not the Big East team, and exactly like you were saying, Seton Hall is not, not the Big yet. East we, team. I, I can't rule them out of the although Marquette, Marquette <laughs> might be scary in the Big East, but sure. When when you get to the Big East. The Big East is one of those conferences in basketball that has ruled overall. The Big 12 with Kansas, and you get to the original Blue Bloods of Duke, Kansas, North Carolina. I I may include Seton Hall in this just because of when the Big East actually became a full conference. Seton Hall was great. You look at Seton Hall's basketball, they have been in the top 25 for college basketball, bouncing up and down. Within the last few years, yeah, Seton Hall's kind of fallen off. Kansas last night was a 91-65 winner. If you look at the college basketball top 25 ranking for men, Creighton is the... Second team, UConn is also there. They're the only two big Big East teams ranked within the top 25. I will say this, Dan or Jack here. It's still weird to me that Creighton's a Big East team. I don't get that Creighton 100%. I, Big I don't. 10, oh, Big 100%. Team. But I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> always struck me odd that Creighton's a Big East team, but Iowa's only lost this year on the men's side, came to TCU. They also beat Clemson and beat Georgia Tech. It's the same thing I was saying with North Carolina State. The record's great, 6-1. and one. You beat Georgia Tech. You covered. Everybody's happy. Oh, yeah. Now you have a big week coming up. You've got number 17 Duke on Tuesday, and you host number 23 Iowa State, and then you roll your week into Wisconsin Saturday or Sunday. But those first two. Duke and Iowa State. It'll be you tough. You gotta pick up one. You gotta pick up one to me if you want to be thought of seriously. 
you know, I'm not talking Big Ten because you can still lose those two, run the table in the Big Ten. But if All you right. want to start getting top 25 recognition, say you run with Duke and lose by like five and then beat Iowa State, but you can't lose to both of them. Oh, 100%. And, well, and so that's the exact same thing with Creighton as well. So Creighton won the Honolulu Challenge. Or lost it, sorry. Lost, they beat number 21 Texas Tech at the time. Number 9 Arkansas, lost to Arizona, lost to Texas just a day ago. Or a couple days ago, depending on when this podcast comes out. They do play Nebraska on December 4th. So, Sunday, December 4th, Nebraska in Omaha comes to town. Creighton should win that. Nebraska basketball is not the biggest strength. But also Creighton with the amount of talent. Neither is their football team. <laughs> oh, gosh. We'll talk about that later. There's a lot to talk about Nebraska football later. But when it comes to basketball, Creighton has been been the standard for the, the state of Nebraska. But they've got Nebraska, BYU, Pac-12 Challenge, and Arizona State. And then they start, uh, they start Big East play with Marquette, Butler, and DePaul. So that should Just be. Just want to interject. Go for Utah it. Utah has scored. Oh again, shit! Forty-six twenty-four. I assume that's pending a PAT with one fifty-two to go. Well, if the uh, NCAA football you didn't think it was rigged before, oh. Alabama's out there lurking. They're gonna find oh. their way into the top four. But anyway, right. we'll get to that. I just had to interject the score. We'll get to that. Twenty-four extra point was good. By the way, we'll get to that in a minute. Because I have every single tiff, tat, and just fuck you for, and JC's been re- re- putting these out as explicit, but fuck you for Alabama. I have been putting this out for everything. And the quarterback, JC Williams, is kind of hobbling at the sidelines for Utah. So, with 23 that, point lead with oh. 152 to go, it's over. I, Utah has now, I would say, beaten USC twice, but we're going to hold off on that. But, moving from a little bit of sports talk, knowing that JC is kind of moving around and everything, what 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 has life been like? Like, have you seen any movie trailers, music people, what what have you been seeing since you've been gone? Oh, I bet I bet it's been so long that you don't know that I've seen Pitbull. Mr. Three oh five. And not only have I seen Pitbull once, I've seen Pitbull twice. You saw Pitbull <laughs> twice? <laughs> oh yeah, it's wow, it's been a long time since I've been on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it has, so, dude. Yeah, well you like music. You want to talk about music, so go here, for here's it. What, I remember the, I remember with, you seeing Pitbull the first time. I don't remember seeing you or having you see him twice. So well, you know, since we're making this a, a personal podcast, a, a homecoming of everybody the being homecoming. back on the podcast, if you will. Um so yeah. You know, a career change happened. And so that weekend, after that, we'll just say career change. Everybody knows what I'm saying. I'm not going to say it because I'm just not going to do that. But anyway, oh, we've, we've so been, we've been slightly happened. hinting at it. 
Like, I mean, I've been, I've so, been updating. So. And Friday and Saturday went and saw the uh, Mudvayne, Rob Zombie, Power Man 5000, and Static X. Uh, I think one was in Tinley Park and one was in Council Bluffs, went back to back that Friday, Saturday. And then that Sunday went up to uh, Minnesota and watched the Blue Jays beat the Twins. If you remember back, that's the controversial play of blocking the plate versus not yep. blocking the plate. That's the game I was at. By the way, you he absolutely on... did not. He absolutely did not get a lane. Anyway, you, Toronto you were on. We were Twins fans. We were both on for that. I do okay, believe. Well, so it hasn't. It hasn't been that long, man. Oh, it's, okay, it's so been after long. That, <laughs> Yeah, well, Don't even know. It's been it's been that long. Time flies when you're not having fun. Well, anyway. time flies when one of us is having fun. The other one's stealing. And it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Anyway, so uh, I started working at Walmart, and so I was the the shitty thing was they didn't give you a Saturday Sunday off. You got to pick two days of the week, but it couldn't be Friday Saturday or Saturday Sunday because those are the busy days. And working overnights, you can't do that. Yeah. Anyway, so I picked Monday, Tuesday. So I had one weekend before I started that was like the final hurrah of like, I guess I'm not going to have a normal weekend. Walmart ended up working out great, by the way. It was fine. I'm not going to trash Walmart because. Oh, they, they well, gave you a job, Walmart gave you rent, gave you everything. I was going to say, Walmart was a pick me up I didn't know I needed, but <laughs> anyway. Um, so the final, the, I don't know, this is either like late September, early, I, I don't know, sometime in September. I had one final weekend, went down to St. Louis and saw the Cardinals and Cubs. And then that Saturday, this is Mr. 305 part two, Pitbull. went to Hollywood Casino in Maryland Heights, Missouri. And Iggy Azalea stinks, by the way. Just well, to throw it out there. If you're going to lip sync, learn how to do it better than that. Oh, shit. Twerking skills? Sure. You 100%. Got Congratulations. <laughs> I don't, but she does. <laughs> so then, yeah, there's Mr. 305 the second time. And then uh, that Tuesday after the 305 and St. Louis, St. Louis trip, saw Shinedown. That would be Let a me tell great you. show. Let me Please. tell you. It was great. Oh, but when you're down in the dumps and things are going shitty, there are oh. several songs that they sing <laughs> that, that just hit absolutely hard. <laughs> just hit you like a fucking train. <laughs> and you know me, I'm not the type. Oh no, all soppy boohoo. But there are a couple songs that oh. are like, Ooh, I love I don't Shine Down. This. Don't do that to me. I hope. Oh, frick. Their, their music's good. And oh, I part love of their music up. being good is absolutely, if your life's a giant dumpster fire, oh, like mine true. was at that point, their music hits you, hits you in a whole different way. I'm not saying their music's bad. So then they were shutting down, and then, uh, let's see, probably November, I don't know, RC and I went and saw Judas Priest in Queensryche in Sioux City. Right. So, yeah. Well, you know, I'll, I'll it's say been this. It's a ride, man. 
I'll, I'll say this. When did this podcast become personal, by the way? <laughs> it's Dude, it's been personal. So, okay. <laughs> For those of you who are still listening, the point where it became personal was when I invited my friend Kenny, a.k.a. Dr. Jack, a.k.a. Dr. Jack. Oh, dude. Love calling him that. Like, that truly is his nickname from college. Also, USC is third and 35 down everything. Utah has won. Pac-12 champs. I called it. I said Utah would win. Lincoln Riley was not there. Anyways, we'll get to that. That implements so many other things coming up later. But, so, Kenny... AKA Dr. Jack has been my kind of like feels man building up to this point. We, we hit, I would, I would say the, the feels cast literally hit when my girlfriend started joining and we talked about the whole Jeffrey Dahmer series, the every, everything about that. Like that, that hit so your whole... girlfriend's to blame about why we talk about our feelings on here now. No, it, it's, it's not the, it's not the fact that she joined because I mean, NFL topics and everything. She was great. I mean, the, the fact that it went from, I'm going to go with, we talked about the TV show to, Holy shit, like, serial killers and everything are bad. And we all knew that that was bad, but, like, I mean, she brought it up to a whole Dover, new level. Utah 47, <laughs> USC 24. Oh, dude. Oh, Utah Bama. Bama going to the, the Rose Bowl. Here we go. Oh, don't get me started. Calling we'll talk. Now. Oh, Calling I'm going to I'm gonna roast this later. But anyways, the feels has been sitting here for a while. And anyways... Before we get into the rest of the sports, we've been sitting on it for a minute. Have you seen any movie trailers regarding, I would say probably within the last two days, Transformers at least? I'm not a huge movie watcher. Yeah, JC is not not the biggest movie watcher, but Transformers and Guardians of the Galaxy finally released their new movie. Transformers Transformers Rise... is making another one? <laughs> yeah, Rise of the Beast. That's Beasts. gotta be like the eighth one, ninth one. Oh, it? it's so okay. So Transformers Rise of the Beast is taking place in uh, I wanna say nineteen ninety. So for all of you 90s babies that grew up with the Optimus Prime of the, like, flat flat front sim-up truck, or semi-truck, sorry, semi-truck and everything like that, you're, you're getting what you wished for. You are getting the Gorilla Autobot. You're getting the Jaguar Decepticon Autobot, because I had that as a toy. I will admit, I had it as a toy. It had laser beams, everything, wings. I mean, shit, the the African animal Decepticon Autobot. Like, Prodigy has come through. So So, what do you reckon one of those, if you would have kept that thing in the box, (laughs) how much can you sell that for right now? Oh, shit, dude, if I have every single part to it, 
if you hadn't opened it and it is in pristine condition. Oof. I'd a- I'd actually say I could sell it for a decent amount. Okay, what's a I- decent amount? <laughs> like ten dollars? No, I'm saying I could probably sell it for maybe a thousand. Over. Wow. Yeah. Ten thousand dollars, dude. Not ten. That's a thousand. Optimistic. A thousand. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a thousand, dude. That's- I I I do have the Jaguar, like Decepticon. I believe I I have to go back. I okay, so <laughs> awkward enough. Your boy Nick has a toy box. And the toy box has The only question that follows is how awkward that conversation is. What exactly <laughs> is in said toy box? <laughs> Nick will describe said toy box. So <laughs> Shut up. Don't no, you're done. You can't you're you, done. No, you you're done. You're done. You're done. You no, know better you're than done. to go onto this podcast and say, I've got a toy box and then leave it at that. Man without Tinder. expecting there to be what exactly kind of oh okay, now you're bringing that up now? <laughs> I said so man's you're gonna talk tinned. about your toy box. Oh shit. Alright, 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 alright. Here we go. <laughs> This comes. I mean, from... I can I can keep going on this. Oh no, dude! I I don't even know how to defend this at the moment. This is the best that I can. So, by pretending to just shuffle the conversation a different direction. Exactly. I'm gonna okay, take a defense. Not, I, can't, I can't let this opportunity pass, so I'm gonna say it. Do you and your girlfriend share a toy box, or do you have your own? <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. Anyway, there, there. She's going to listen back to this podcast and go, yeah, I'm this not is, for it anymore. This is a thousand percent. I, I will say this is a 1,000 percent different toy box. So. Oh, yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> Boy, you 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 got to get off this conversation. Because the more you talk about how it's a weird toy box, <laughs> it's a different toy box. All right, so. Fuck, I don't even know where I don't know where it was going with this. Help me. Well, it's just because you can't talk about your toy box without talking about your girlfriend's toy box. <laughs> right, I'm sure he's got an Optimus Prime action figure is okay, what he's trying to so, go. Here we go. Thank he you. Wasn't very clear. You you specified. You specified. Okay, so the So there's a Cheetah or a Jaguar, like, Decepticon hinted in the new trailer of Transformers. There was a Decepticon toy that was within a Black Panther kind of Jaguar form that I do have sitting in a toy box down in my parents' basement that does not help at all whatsoever, but I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on it that I have. <laughs> so Transformers Rise <laughs> of the Beast. I'm gonna segue this as best I can. Uh, Transformers <laughs> help, but I'm gonna sit on it. Oh my god. Fuck you. Oh, this, 
Wow. Oh, this this wow. is this is going so so much on cloud. Oh, so what we found <laughs> our internet clip. This is oh, perfect. Yeah. It's you 100%. just stumbling, stutter, stare us. God, I can't even talk Wow, now. we can't talk. Neither Stuttering one of us can. around the whole toy box thing and then saying euphemisms that make it even worse, like sitting on it. Good job. Yep. Uh, God, this I'm, conversation is never going to end. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, Transformers Rise of the Beast has released its trailer. Utah has defeated USC 47-24. We'll talk about that later. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, face you music. Click together every time you've said we're going to talk about that later about this football. That's got to be one of our clips oh, for well. the, the the TikTok or Twitter or whatever we're doing. It's got to be every time you've said we're going to talk about football later because this has got to be like the fifth or sixth time. If <laughs> if I could, I I might be in the morning. <laughs> I might be able to do that. That is tremendous. But, so, where was I? Oh, the podcast is off the rails, boys. Podcast <laughs> is off the rails. So, there was the newest Avatar series that had released also Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. That was where I was going with this. <clears throat> they released their newest trailer. Adam Warlock was revealed in that. For those of you who are not Marvel fans, but Adam Warlock was revealed. So, from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, you have your teaser trailer. Everything else besides that, I do believe, is sports. So, we hop into the NFL. Because we're going to talk about this first because now I'm going to get heated with college football. But with the NFL. Just like you were heated with the toy box. Wow, JC has to drop me and do me dirty like that. No, 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 no. Fuck. No, I'm not going to even talk about that. Nope, oh, nope, 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 we're going, we're moving, given. we're, alright, how shit. about them bears, since you are oh, just having yeah, thank a hell you. of a time doing any kind of segue <laughs> off of that, that was bad, <laughs> that was bad, tremendous, shit. okay, <laughs> let's start in the NFC, I'll be honest with everybody, I haven't watched any football, the bears are crap, I knew they were going to be crap, oh shit, they've won one road game, they're winless in the division, they're six games, six and a half games behind Minnesota. But here's the thing. They play Green Bay this week. Oh, and if yeah. they beat Green Bay, they're going to be tied for last with the Green Bay Packers. I was talking to a buddy of mine that's a Vikings fan. I'm not, I don't like Minnesota. But I will tell you what. Watching Minnesota have a four or five game lead over everybody in the north and the Packers being third in the division – will never not be awesome to watch. Because it's not like the Bears were going to be competitive this year anyway. Minnesota's going to get smoked in the first round or they'll lose the NFC title in some hilarity because they, they, they just won't go it, deep. Because they just it's don't. Minnesota. But how about a team in the NFC South is going to make the playoffs with a losing record in all likelihood? <laughs> 
Well, and and so here, here's my argument on this. So when you look at the NFC, Philly is obviously 100% number one team, everything. The Vikings have been the most half-hearted team. They've gotten team. the job done. That, They've I, gotten the job. for me to be on this side, but the Minnesota slander kind of is, I've seen enough of it on TikTok. Oh. I, I haven't watched Minnesota play. That team doesn't deserve. They're nine and two. The next, so you look at the NFC. If you go top to bottom, Philly's ten and one. Minnesota's nine and two. Dallas is eight and three. Everybody else has seven wins or less. Now back to our common core math skills. Let me <laughs> let me let me break it down for you. Nine is two more wins than seven. That's pretty substantial for that. We're talking Tampa's four games worse than them. You got to count the Cowboys. Two games worse. Cowboys are eight and three. Cowboys, not a division winner. No. So they won't be ranked higher than Minnesota. I'm not saying Minnesota. And I'm, I don't know. The Eagles are another interesting thing, but I don't know. It's, Interesting to me, the whole NFC East would be in the playoffs if they ended today with the seven-team playoffs. So here's here's where I take it. The Vikings do have a chance to potentially be that team that says, hey, we, we might be mediocre. <coughs> On the fact of They're nine and two, how is nine and two mediocre? Because why are you making me defend Minnesota? <laughs> All right, so here here's why: Justin Jefferson, you take ninety percent of the offense out. Where is Minnesota? You got Dalvin Cook, Kirk They're Cousins. They're still winning the North because everybody else in the division's dog shit. That's what happens. You win the North, but you're not nine and two. You pick up yeah, Hawkinson. Well, still gets in the playoffs, which you, is more than Denver's going to do. Well, facts, but shut up. But okay, you pick up Hawkinson within this last trade. But Justin Jefferson, throw him out. Where's Minnesota? With still a, in the playoffs. Potentially. You're optimistic, more optimistic than I am. I say they get in the playoffs and don't win a game. Oh. I don't I, think they're a Super Bowl contender. I, I, I would think actually, the slander of them being a bad team is a little <laughs> stupid. but Well, the slander of them being a bad team, yes, is stupid. Because I think with the actual amount of offense that they have with Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, throwing the rest of the offense there, they have a potential chance to be a team within the NFC North, but also cause problems for Philly. If you would actually look at the rest of the NFC North, I I truly do think that Chicago should have been the team that had done better than anybody else in that league. Justin, well, you know it's not going to be Detroit, because Detroit no. is never win. But and Green Bay, I don't know. I I, I want to say it, but I don't necessarily believe it. I am not convinced that Green Bay is like 
coming back next year. Everybody seems to, you know, Rodgers is having a down year, but there's so much theatrics and acting like a bottle baby with everything that's going on there. And it, uh, I don't know. So the NFC Green North Bay has had a run. NFC North Vikings nine and two lions Packers. Well, lions, I should say four and seven Packers, four and eight, the bears three and nine. <clears throat> The Bears, I would argue, are a 3-9 and nine that are a team that should be better than they prove. Justin Fields has put up very, very good numbers in the last couple of weeks. Three, I should argue, that the, the Bears should be better up there. Now, if you take a look at the rest of the NFC... Patriots, five and six. Falcons, five and seven. Panthers, out. Saints, out. The 49ers are the only other team in the NFC that would give the Eagles run, truly, besides Dallas, at at seven and four on a league leader. Giants well, are seven thing. and four. If you listen to Colin Cowherd, San Francisco is going to oh, win the NFC. I and I would argue one hundred percent different. So, who do you think is going to win the NFC? If it's not the Eagles, it's not the Vikings, and it's not the Forty ers Are you going to ride the Cowboys to the fucking NFC title? Not going to lie, and I'll. <laughs> I'll, I'll so give you it. Cut. Whatever you're about to say, you better cut and put on social media. I, I will. And I'm going to clip it. So here. And if you're about to say what I think you're saying, you better say it with the right, you better say it with the right moxie, buddy. <laughs> I, I will. I will say it right now. At 45 minutes. And 50 seconds. He's writing it down on a piece of paper so he doesn't lose the time. <laughs> yep, 49-50. If the Eagles do not win and lose out, for some reason, the Vikings will win the NFC. Wow, not the team I thought you were going with. The Vikings. I thought it was going to be a, how about them? Cowboys. Oh, no. I I will not put the Cowboys first. Vikings win the NFC. Wow. Before I truly do. And then go lose their fifth Super Bowl to insert AFC team. (laughs) Well, no, because the the insert AFC team here might win their fifth or lose their fifth Super Bowl. Um, Oh. (laughs) But. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah, but no. God, that would make a great. That would make a great. Uh, oh, that would be horrible. The Super Bowl. Somebody's got to win it. But before I take a quick second, I truly, I, I think Minnesota, the way that their team has been playing fully. You have Dalvin Cook as a running back. You've got Justin Jefferson on the outside edge. Adam Thielen, when you want to take him the most of short yardage situations, 
I think Minnesota, if Philly chokes a couple of games, Minnesota could potentially be the the NFC champion and get back to a Super Bowl. Kirk Cousins could lead them. I think the defense would lead them more than anything. But I'm so gonna for take, those wondering, I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a quick break for a second. Talk about your point. Ask me when I'm back. Okay. So for those wondering, we're going with the playoff standings as of 11:08 p.m. on Friday, the January second. Don't know why I said it that way. Anyway, so if the playoffs were today, the Vikings would take on Washington. San Francisco would take on the Giants, and the Bucks would take on the Cowboys. Eagles get a bye because of the one seed. On the AFC side, it's Bills-Jets. Bills could be out in the first round, frankly. Uh, Bengals-Titans, Ravens-Dolphins are the first-round games. But if you look at that, Tampa-Dallas is interesting because Tampa has a losing record, and Dallas has won eight games. Giants-49ers has history behind it with that you know, controversy uh, in 02 or 03, whenever it was. And Washington is in the playoffs? AFC side. AFC East is going to do well. They might have a shot to get everybody in like the NFC East. But you know who doesn't have a shot? Those that are working with the man that made the danger witch. The Bears are 16th. But you know who's 15th in the AFC? The Denver Broncos. They're not good. They got the Ravens this week, so things go from bad to worse for them. So bad. Who would have thought Russell Wilson going to the Broncos would be uh, this pathetic? Well, shit. Not me. Oh, man. All right. So if if we're talking about that, (laughs) <laughs> no, I was talking about the playoffs and going through. So here's here's what I was talking about. So All the right, playoffs go. end today. In the AFC, it's Bills and Jets first round. Yep. Titans, Bengals, Dolphins, Ravens, and the Chiefs get a bye. Here's my hot take out of everything I've just said. The right. Jets take out Buffalo in the first round. The Titans well, they've already take beat... out Cincinnati in right. the first round. Wait, and who? Titans take out who? Kansas the City? Titans are over the Bengals. Bengals. Kansas okay. City gets a bye because they're the top seed. Yep. So I have the Titans and Jets winning in the first round. Dolphins-Ravens is interesting. Miami came back and beat them, and every year I put my stock in the Ravens, and every year I look like a dumbass because the Ravens can't – they haven't won anything in a decade. Dolphins, Jets, and here's my other thing. If I have to switch a team – Bengals missed the playoffs. Patriots are in. Every single team in the AFC East is in. But as it sits now, Titans, Ravens, Dolphins, there's a toss. But Jets over the Bills could happen. And then they get to go take on Kansas City. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to beat Kansas City. And then they're going to go and they're going to win the AFC. <laughs> not gonna lie. I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not so serious after Buffalo, but I could see if they get Buffalo in the first round, they they can beat them. I I okay. So I called this on a couple of episodes ago. I said if there was a team to continue the upset magic, if Buffalo had not 
learn from their last <laughs> loss, New York and the Jets. J-E-T-S. Let's go, Jets. They would win, and the Jets fucking won. Zach Wilson, and granted, Wilson made a comment that got him benched. Mike White and the Jets offense. And then they didn't miss a goddamn beat. <laughs> yep. The the Jets have been fine. And so here here's the real factor of it. I think that the Jets could go and punch the Bills back in the mouth. I the think The question becomes if they beat Buffalo, can they go to Kansas City and win? Oh fuck no! And there, when you look at when you look at the teams on this list, they're a cold weather team. The Dolphins aren't. Cincinnati well, is, but they wouldn't get Kansas City because they're not the lower seed. I'm gonna go and with, they'll lose to Tennessee anyway. I'm gonna give the Dolphins the fact that Tua has not played in a cold weather environment in his entire fucking career. Because well, here's the thing. The Jets, I'm just saying, if there's a team that's not Buffalo yep. that would go to Kansas City and if the weather's shitty, would match up decent with them, the Jets are that team. I think defensively, especially, the Jets are that team. Now, the, whether they even get in the playoffs and this whole conversation's for not in two weeks, but, you know, well, it's an interesting thing. And you look at the NFC. I mean, the most interesting matchup in the NFC is Cowboys-Bucks if the season ended today. Dallas yeah. is eight and three and has to go play a team that hasn't even won half their games. Yeah. Well, and so here's here's where I stand. <clears throat> I I I truly think Philly wins out the NFC. I will stand by where I say if Philly loses, the Vikings would take over just on if you look at Facts offensively, production, the Vikings have been there. They score a decent amount of points. They are consistently offensively in the league. Defense gives up points here and there, but at the same time, they make stops when it counts. My perfect Super Bowl would truly be Philadelphia versus Buffalo. Because I think... Do the Bills finally get one? <sighs> Fuck. Put me, you put and me you on that spot. And you know what the worst part of that is? Though, if Buffalo It loses, would be five straight. They would lose... It would be would have five straight. Every single team in the NFC East would have beaten them in a Super Bowl. Yep. Dallas did it twice. Washington did it once. And... New York did it once. And and here's the thing that I would say. Buffalo has a great offense. You're going to do it to them. You're going to make them lose five Super Bowls to every team in the NFC East. They have a good defense. And by good, I mean they just have a good defense. I mean, it's <laughs> if you look at the four falls of Buffalo, it has been turnovers. They have a great offense, but they have a good defense. They have lost off of turnovers, 
and have just been plagued by late touchdowns and mistakes and everything. I think Philly could get their second Super Bowl this season. I think the team that would stand in their way is the Bills. But do I think that Buffalo finally gets a Super Bowl? Do I think that Bills Mafia finally just sets off a true, like, the entire state of New York is just cut off from the population? No. I think... I, I, I think that Josh Allen is the guy to do it. I think that adding Stefan Diggs to that um that equation is is there. I don't think that they've they've got the the troops to do it. I think they need to add one more person whether it's a running back or receiver and then I think that they do need to add one more player on defense to be a playmaker in that secondary and I think that they are golden. So within four years, yes, I do think that the Bills are Super Bowl champs. But as of right now, no. I think that the Eagles might actually win a second Super Bowl within the last five years. Well, there we go. (laughs) I don't know what to say to it. (laughs) I'm looking at these games this week, and Packers-Bears, but that's just because it's a rivalry game. There's not – so we look at these games. Steelers-Falcons, the Falcons somehow are in the playoff hunt, but that's because their division's terrible. Yep. Uh, Ravens are going to boat race Denver. Green Bay will Damn. probably boat race Chicago. Jacksonville-Detroit, who gives you – know, here's, here's games. I'm going to list off games of who gives a shit. Bears-Packers, Jacksonville-Detroit, Cleveland-Houston. None of those teams are going to make the playoffs, so who cares? Jets Vikings is interesting. Washington Giants because division. Uh, Titans Eagles. I, I don't know that Tennessee can keep up with them. I don't know that uh, Tennessee just, can keep up with them, but I think the defense could. I I think the defense holds. The offense for Tennessee is what. Granted, you have Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, but at the same time, Jalen Hurts, and that. Eagles offense, just Jalen Hurts in general, is so dynamic. But at the same time, the Titans' defense has held up very well for the amount of points that their offense has put up this year. So, I think it'll be a closer game than everybody thinks, but I I would put up Philly. So, And then you get to your afternoon games, and they're interesting. Miami, San Fran, Kansas City, Cincinnati. Uh, and that's kind of where the list ends uh, for games that are interesting. But I, I don't know, man. I'm uh, being a Bears fan. I quit caring. Like, what week are we in? Twelve, thirteen? I quit caring like six weeks ago. Maybe, maybe even longer than that. I would, I would say that Justin Fields has <coughs> he's been out, but Justin Fields has put up better numbers. Then I think Chicago expected by twenty one by the Jets. There's nothing decent about that. They're just not good. The thing is, you know, the thing 
but I heard people making the argument if there's a bunch of one possession games, if you were good, you'd win one possession games. I mean, look, huh. at, the, look at the schedule. Oh, don't argue Giants. me. Don't, don't Giants, tell me eight, that. Eight point lead. Minnesota seven. Washington five. Miami three. Detroit one. Atlanta three. Don't don't even tell me that because I'll argue back eight straight years oh, of that shit. How, how great Denver is? No. I'll argue back the other eight great years of whatever shit that was. <laughs> but Broncos. No, Broncos. Nebraska fucking football. Bronco, Broncos country. Let's ride. Oh, dude. I No, I, I know what you're talking about. They're, Nebraska they're, agonizes you, and they're terrible, and it's well, funny. Well, they beat Iowa. Well, I don't know how they beat Iowa, by well, the way. We'll talk about that in a second. But the fact that still Nathaniel Hackett, and granted, it's a Bronco fan, but as a sports person, looking at the numbers. <laughs> as as yeah. Laugh about it all you want. As a sports person. I think you mean looking at it in the third person, but okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna look at it as whatever way I fucking want, but holy shit. <laughs> Russell Wilson this year. <laughs> did not have anywhere close to a year that he had with Seattle. Russell Wilson had multiple, and I've looked at film, I've looked at replays, I've looked at, granted, I will say. Trying to backseat coach an NFL team? (laughs) I'll backseat coaches, or backseat coach as much as I want, but. Nathaniel Hackett and the Broncos offense. That was pitiful. So here's your offensive numbers for those keeping score over their last game. 10 against Carolina, lost. 16 to the Raiders, or 16 versus the Raiders, lost. 10 against the Titans, lost. They beat a bad Jaguars team. 9 to the Jets, lost. 16 to the Chargers, lost. Nine and possibly the worst football game I've ever anybody's ever watched at a twelve nine overtime loss to the Colts lost. Yeah, and you got lucky beating Houston with sixteen points, and you got even luckier beating San Fran with eleven points. Oh yeah, Broncos Your offense, offense is like the Iowa Hawkeyes offense. Wow, that that's hard. That's terrible. Oh, 100%. That's Iowa. The Denver Broncos have the worst offense in the red zone in the country. What When it comes to the NFL period, I mean, we cannot – a field goal is questionable, and that comes from a Nebraska fan because as a Nebraska fan – we kick a lot of field goals in a year that get missed. And so, shit, my sports fandom has to get picked differently. Speaking of sports fandoms that have to get picked 
differently. Jacob DeGrom signed a five-year, multi-million dollar deal with the Texas Rangers. You know who else signed that made me amazingly irritated? Jose Abreu to the fucking Astros. Yep. Abreu did sign to the Astros. The Astros. I want somebody to explain to me how you can cheat. Everybody knows you cheat. You don't get any punishment and you get to keep your title. How? How? How how do we let that happen? It's been five years or whatever it's been. And it's still how? Every other team, it doesn't matter what sport. You got caught cheating, something happens to you, except for Houston. And now Houston continues to be good because no one did anything about the time they cheated. So, I cannot explain that because <laughs> I I truly am as I with the Astro scandal I'm I'm down. Hated it like. I had a guy who I went to high school with who was on the Astros, like, was not there for the scandal. Hello. No, I'm not videotaping this one. Hello. So, also, my girlfriend just walked in the room. Hello. I was I was hoping you said nothing. <laughs> I hope you clipped. I, this should be another clip where it's just talking, talking, talking. Hello. <laughs> Hello. But at the same time, oh wow. The the Astros got blamed for a lot. And justifiably so they cheated. Oh, 100%. And um the Rangers just got blessed with a pitching staff. If you actually, and my dad texted me this before that, if you include Jack Leiter before DeGrom, who is arguably one of the one of the best pitchers that they could have got within the draft within three years ago, if you throw DeGrom into this, you have a 97 to 99, Nine mile an hour pitcher with a fastball, cutter, slider, everything on that aspect, off speed, and I just got cut off. I lost it. But if you if you get caught with that, and then if you get caught with Jet or um with Jacob Degrom, who's 105 miles an hour, as the Rangers, you gain a lot. So, Texas gained a lot within a trade. I'm going to potentially, and this is where I feel a real weird spot. I'm I'm in such a I'm in such a pickle here. It it is weird. Hello, hi. So. My <laughs> JC has just dropped on the call. We got joined with him for over an hour. My girlfriend has just come back from state dance. 
and we are sitting on an hour and seven minutes of a podcast. And so probably if we take a look at the rest of the week, we're going to do, I don't know if anybody can hear the call f- for, oh, this is going to, this is going to be weird. Okay. So throughout Thursday, oh, JC's back. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> Hello. Hold on. Hold on. Ah. Yep. Hello. <laughs> okay. <laughs> are you are you done trying to mute yourself or whatever the hell happened there? I didn't mute myself. I don't know what the fuck was going on. Well, there's some, this is going to make for a great middle of the podcast. All right. Well, and with I'll that, take a look at just that. stop talking about football and talk about NHL. NHL, <laughs> go for it. You want to lead it? Go for it. Oh, you know I do, and All you right. know why I do. Can you get? You know can you why? give me? A, can you give me thirty seconds? Do you know why? I know why. Conversation. Hey, let me tell you why. Number. One, I like a team that is the best team in a pro sport. I can't tell you the last time that they were the best team. 19-4-1, and one, 39 points. The New Jersey Devils. They're a point better than the Bruins, who have played two games less. So, whatever. But the important thing, eight point lead in the division. They're leading the Metro with a goal differential of 35. They have only lost once on the road. They're 8-1-1 one, one for their last 10. They're too damn good. And I don't know what you're doing on your phone. Oh, I can hear you do. I can hear you doing something. I got back. But I'll tell you, they're gonna. They're gonna. I don't know. It's weird for me to say this in seriousness, but I feel optimistic. My team can make an actual run for the Devils, and I haven't felt an actual run on any of my teams. Toronto in like 2016 when they swept past the Rangers, I thought had a shot. I don't know this Devils team. I I don't know if you watch hockey or not, but watching this Devils team, oh, they're fast, they're young, their goalkeeping's good. <laughs> they had like a 13, 14 game winning streak at one point. So I go see them in two weeks when they take on Dallas. If you take a look at so much good shit's happening right there. If you take a look at the NHL standings, so throw it to the Eastern. You have the Eastern Atlantic. In first place, Bruins. And going down the list, Bruins, Maple Leafs, Lightning, Red Wings, Panthers, Canadians, Sabres. And then throw it down to the Senators. In the Metropolitan, you have the Devils who are in first place. 
Hurricanes, Islanders, Penguins, Rangers, Capitals, Flyers, Blue Jackets. In the Western, you got Dallas is number one. Winnipeg, Avalanche, Predators, Wild. The Blues, Coyotes, Blackhawks, and then throw it to the Pacific. You got the Knights, Kraken, the Kings, Oilers, Flames, Canucks, Sharks, and Ducks. So, with the NHL, I I will say that my knowledge is not the greatest. I do love right. hockey. Well, and so, so what's your team? <laughs> Are you a Denver fan? Actually, okay, so this... Sounds like someone's a bandwagoner. You're going to argue... I haven't even heard what you're about to say. You're going to... I can tell by the reaction, (laughs) there's some backpedaling already before we've even said anything. The backpedaling is more of a defense, and every bandwagon, I would agree, is more of a defense. But, so, back in... My early ages, I played NHL 2001 on the original PlayStation. The Florida Panthers were my team. I have stood by the Florida Panthers. I have not been the greatest Florida Panther fan. I will admit that. Within their last couple of years of making their big playoff runs, I was not the greatest fan, but I will still support them because that was the team I picked back when I was like, Freaking 10. I'm a Florida Panthers fan. Audrey and I, my girlfriend, will go to an Iowa Wild game, and I will love supporting hockey. I love watching hockey. So, but otherwise, no. 90% of the time, I'm a Panthers fan. I've watched two games this season. So, I am a Florida Panthers fan through and through at the moment. You can call me a bandwagon when you want. Just want to throw in a fun side note about hockey. Uh, the old Seattle Kraken and L.A. Kings played a game. These sound like video game numbers, but that final score of 9-8 to eight is indeed correct. How about this scoring summary? Six goals in the first period, three for each team. Eight goals in the second period, five for the Kraken, three for the Kings. Kings get two to tie it in the third, crack and win it in overtime. I'd tell you, that would be fun. It sucked to lose, but, you know. Oh, 100%. A combined 17 goals, sign me up. 17 goals. But, yeah, Devils are good. Devils are, they're they're a contender, a surprise contender. I don't think anybody thought they would actually, you know, do much this year, uh, but nonetheless, here we are. So, well, there you go. That's NHL talk. Lots of lots of good stuff coming out of the old, uh, well, the old Devils. Shit, we've been we've been going for uh, an hour and fifteen minutes, and I I will say he he may not have a lot of insight on this, but I would. I would care to see where his leeway maybe sits if I lean out team scoreboards and everything. So, 
the biggest factor that I have been on on the solo podcast that I, I truly know everything about. College football. And, ladies and gentlemen, the Utah Utes have dethroned Lincoln Riley and the USC Trojans twice in a single season. And this is just after USC had gotten ranked within the top four for the college football playoffs. (laughs) So USC is officially out. If you go within the top four prior to USC being out, Georgia, Michigan, TCU, USC. USC has now lost in the Pac-12 tournament or Pac-12 championship. Big 12 championship, TCU, Kansas State, Michigan, Purdue, Georgia. Make sure I get this right because he... LSU. Yeah, LSU. Thank you. Georgia has LSU. So now, there is an opening for Ohio State to get back in. But the biggest point that everybody hates is Bama gets back in. And folks, I will tell you that right now, if Bama gets back in, it would be the literal, I may argue, strength of schedule for Alabama this year, yes. But I would argue the win over Tennessee better. I say that if Ohio or USC is now out, I would say that Tennessee wins. You have a win over Pitt at the beginning of the year before the college football playoff in the top twenty-five. Pitt was ranked seventeen. Win. Florida win over number twenty. Win. There you go. LSU, who is in the top 25, SEC champ, you have a win. In. Bama, win, outright, done. Kentucky, win, outright, done. And they were ranked 19th on the year. Georgia was your biggest loss. South Carolina, Spencer Rattler, who beat Tennessee, Kentucky to get them, or uh, Clemson. To get them bowl eligible, fine. Tennessee, to me, beats Bama. The only fact of the matter is without Hendon Hooker. I think without your quarterback and Hendon Hooker, you struggle, but you win. So, with that, if you take a look at the full team's for college football this weekend. <clears throat> USC lost in the Pac-12. They're out. TCU has a chance to be that number three team. Tennessee, Ohio, Alabama, or Ohio State, Alabama. Number four. When you look at Power 5, K-State, 
TCU tomorrow at Saturday. LSU, Georgia, 14 versus number one on Saturday as well. UCF versus Tulane. Central Florida looks to try to take on that green wave. Michigan plays Purdue. I think that is the biggest game to watch because I do think that Purdue could defensively handle Michigan. Offensively, especially, granted, Cade McNamara transferring to Iowa is not going to be a big difference in that. But at the same time, Michigan's offense has been just efficient this season. I think Michigan pulls it out in a close game. Pulls out that playoff spot. Clemson, North Carolina, I think Clemson does make an argument in the ACC for that position. But college football this weekend has a has a potential chance to go absolutely kind of unbroken at this point. Well, you know, Georgia's not going to lose. I mean, Michigan would have to really try to lose to Purdue because if I think, I think if I remember right, <clears throat> Michigan boat raced Purdue this year, didn't they? Taking a look at their schedule. Oh, I guess they didn't play Purdue. No, they the Michigan has not played Purdue. Never mind. So I have no no backing. I don't know. I just so, don't think Purdue can keep up with them defensively. And and this is where I think defensively Purdue could make up a defense to potentially. Hold them to a a two minute drive. Purdue's last two minute drive. If it was a three score game, and by uh, by three score I mean field goal. If it was a field goal game, I think that Purdue could actually move down the field. <clears throat> I have seen their offense work in a couple of games besides Nebraska, besides I did watch the Illinois in the Indiana game. I think Purdue's offense could be a potential late. Now, if you look at the intensity of Michigan's offense, Michigan's offense is there. So, I I do think that Michigan gets a second chance at a college football playoff could get a spot at a championship game. So, we will know more later within a week because bowl games have still yet to get decided. The college football playoff has still get or still yet get decided in 2024. The college football playoff will get expanded to 12 teams. And that is where everything will go to shit. And here's my thought. Just make it March Madness style. If you made it March Madness style, that would be 64 teams and then have like eight weeks of playoffs. If you, if you made it March Madness style, I think that would actually go to shit. 
12 teams, everybody I think. Everybody would get hurt. <laughs> oh, everybody would get hurt. But I think if you make it to 12 teams, the way that college football has looked at it, expanding into the BCS national title, expanding into the college football playoff, there has been a standpoint of where, yeah, it it's been wrong. But I think with the four-team playoff, it has really been expanded to, holy shit, every single team that is here has been the same team for five straight years. Notre Dame. Literally. Well, literally. Notre Dame hadn't won a college football playoff for three years. Georgia lost to Bama in a college football playoff national title. Clemson has won two. Bama has won two. So, I mean, if you take a look at it, Ohio State has won one. The college football playoff has been, if you look at the top 25 within the last, oh, I'm going to say one through 10 for five years, has been the same. It's been hard. It's been difficult. One through 12 will be a milestone breaker, and I guarantee you some team will come out on top that nobody expects, and it will be there. But, JC, you have been here for a full episode within, what has it been? Two? Three? Two months? Three months? I, 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 I think it's closer to three. I don't know, big dog. It's been a minute. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, JC has been back on the show, and we are getting him back within the next couple of weeks. We promise. Fully, 100%. Well, now time of the year, we got to talk <laughs> about Spotify raps coming up. Oh, so. dude, we'll, we'll get to that within next week because I've got mine 100% full. I... I went all the way through it yet, but I will get it back for another episode. But at the same time, the Covert Show has been missing a 100% great guest. And not guest. I mean host. I mean personality. I mean 100% everything. The Covert Show has missed its start. It has missed its spark. It has missed everything. JC is back. JC will be here for all of those who have been faithfully sitting through Nick for fucking our shows of solo. We thank you. And for for Well, I mean, you doing your you doing your thing on this show. I, again, don't don't shoot yourself down. You did a tremendous job. Well, I appreciate that. But and for all of those who have been missing the the conversation, I will say, the back and forth, the the punches the back and forth, yeah, the the shit <laughs> talking. We we've been here through the explicit. We've been through, here for all of it. We thank you for joining. This has been episode forty five of the Covert Show. Very special forty five. So we'll see you next week, four forty six. Thank you very much, and we'll see you later.